Hello, and welcome to Golden Chat. When you join the Golden Chat, you join the Jesus Chat and experience a way out message for a way out world. Please note that Dr. D's doctorate is in clinical psychology and not in theology. Therefore, her thoughts on Jesus are from her own journey. Also, This podcast is in no way meant to be any type of psychotherapy and is not a substitute for actual psychotherapy. Hello, my precious friends. This is Dr. D calling on you today in the situation that we are currently enduring called the coronavirus I have an episode for you today. It's the ninth episode, so I am here with a double knockout, with the ninth episode of Golden Chat called, Do You Have Founding Faith? You know, in times of crisis, there are two ways to respond One is to respond with fear, and the other is to respond with faith. And I'd like to share with you somewhat of an ordeal that some people were going through back in 1620 and see if you can identify this situation. This is a quote, says... In many of those storms, the winds were so fierce and the seas so high as they could not bear a knot of sail, but were forced to heave, that is, to face into the wind to stop the ship for many days altogether. What could that possibly be? What what situation was that and what people were going through that and how did they survive? Well, my friends, that was a chronicler on the Mayflower. And our founding fathers endured incredible hardships on their way to, on the six-week journey to the new land They were in crowded conditions in a cargo boat that was about 90 feet long. That would be about 10 feet longer than the current modern-day tennis court. And my friends, you've got to know it took quite a lot of endurance to get through that time. But they were our founding fathers. Just imagine you might not be here today if it hadn't been for our founding fathers. And I would like to let you know something that I am proud of, which is 14 generations back uh, in my heritage was a fella named William Brewster who was the preacher on the Mayflower. You know... There are a lot of things that we could be fearful of. 
There are a lot of directions of fear that we could take. I'd like to be honest with you. Um, It took a bit of doing for me to get myself prepared for this podcast, this episode today, um, because I was just feeling uh, um, like, well, am I really worthy to do this, etc., etc., and I was uh, wise enough to contact my pastor who told me that, yes, I am worthy to do this, and you know, I think the reason why I'm worthy is that the Lord Jesus Christ is worthy, and he is within me. So there we go. And, you know, uh, the devil tries to convince us that we can't do things, that we can't operate in the situation that we're in, and that terrible things are going to happen, etc., etc., and you don't have to listen to that. My question for you today, which is our title, is do you have founding faith? You know, one day, years from now, people are going to be looking back at this time in history, and they're going to be able to say, look at this person. Look at how they persevered. Look at what they were able to do for their family and their community and their country. Look what they did. They had founding faith. And that's the way that we want to be, my friends. I would like to share with you, oh my goodness, I, I was planning on sharing something with you from the Bible, but guess who is sitting on the Bible? No, it's not my 13-year-old son. It's my cat. But I'm going to have to get Mr. Snow Gray off the Bible so I can get over to reading you this. Hold on a second. All right, come on. Come on, you got to get off. I know it's cozy, but you got to get off. Okay. Now, where were we? All right, here we are. This, my precious friends, is what one of the founding fathers of our faith had to go through in order to do things such as write books of the Bible from various prisons and be a light of a shining light of Christianity for much of the earth and actually for the earth today. I'd like to read to you what he talks about here from Second Corinthians 11 starting with verse 24. Five times received I 40 stripes minus one. That means that he was whipped and received 40 stripes minus one. In those days, there was a rule that you couldn't go to 40 stripes, so they just gave him 39. Thrice I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned thrice. That does mean three times. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. What does that mean, that you've been in the deep a, a, a night and a day? Well, it doesn't mean that you were 
lying down in your bathtub that long. What it actually means is that he was in the deep waters of the ocean, probably clinging to a board, and that that was the only thing that kept him afloat from drowning. In journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of the heathen, in perils of the city, in perils of the wilderness, in perils of the sea, in perils of false brethren, in weariness and in painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness. Paul also describes another time later on in that chapter when some people were determined to apprehend Paul, and he was actually placed in a basket and with a rope and let out through a window so that he could not be apprehended. How do you want to be remembered, my friends? Do you want to be remembered as a founder who faced fear and went ahead and carried out a mission anyway? Or do you want to be remembered as someone who gave in to fear? My friends, we all have fear, but those of us who can turn to Jesus will be rewarded because he is always there for us. And he always gives us faith and new hope. And what I'd like you to do is realize that you are not the only one that is counting on you. There are others. There are others who even you you may not know well. There may be neighbors even or other people who know you from being in your child's school or something. And you can be a blessing to them. You can be a blessing to them by having faith and being a light in this time. I know it is difficult. I know there are many challenges, some that are too numerous to number. And yet we must go on and face the situation straight on with founding faith. That is the kind of faith that will make our founding fathers and mothers proud of us. And it will make our children and future generations proud of us for the way we responded together, helping each other during this time. My friends, we have a great deal ahead of us, but we can do it with the Lord's help. Never give up on the Lord, because the Lord is your faith. The Lord is your armor. The Lord is your protection. I would like to share with you a situation in the Bible in which it, uh, you could actually find it in Matthew chapter 11. Get, let me get to that here, chapter 11. 
And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his disciples, he departed thence to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John heard in prison of the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples. So John heard that Christ was doing all kinds of wonderful, miraculous things, and he sent two of the disciples. And they came to Jesus, and they said, Art thou the he that should come, or do we look for another? In other words, John being there in prison, which must have been very demoralizing, was beginning to wonder if Jesus really was the Messiah after all. And and uh, so he sent his two disciples to go and talk with Jesus about that. Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again these those things which ye do hear and see, the blind receive their sight, and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. So, so the two disciples departed, and then Jesus actually, after they had left, he Jesus said something about John to the whole multitude that was there listening to Jesus. He said, What went ye out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with the wind? See, John had been in the wilderness. He was baptizing people in the wilderness. And he said, Did you go all that way to see a reed shaking in the wind? But what went ye out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment. Now we all know that whoever has heard of John knows that he was wearing, he was covered in a uh, some type of animal fur. But what went ye out to see? A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet, for he, for this is he of whom it is written, Behold, I will send a messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before thee. Verily I say unto you, and my friends, this is all in the red letters, among them that are born of women, there shall not, hath not risen a greater, one greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding that he is the least in the kingdom of heaven, is greater than he. Well, the reason I am sharing that with you now is because John the Baptist had doubts. And Jesus said that, that John the Baptist was the greatest man of, who had been born of a woman. And even John the Baptist had doubts. And you know what Jesus said? He said, go tell him what you see and what you hear. And, you, and, and he will know that I am the Messiah, basically. That's basically what he said. And my friends, 
you need to witness the works of Jesus Christ, not only as written down in the Bible, but in your own life. Many of you have been spared from incredible hardships because of your faith. And then others of you have had to walk through incredible hardships, but you made it through because of your faith. And you, either way, you can be a light to others. You can be a disciple of the Lord who brings others into the light, knowing that you can survive through this coronavirus and that you will be victorious in the Lord. Remember, if you have founding faith, you have enduring faith. Do you have founding faith? Praise the Lord. I am praying for each of you precious listeners during this time and would like to close with you with this song that my 93-year-old grandmother used to sing to me. Her name was Maybelle Evans, and Maybelle Evans was the first white teacher in an all-black school here in Waco, Texas. And this song goes simply, Prayer changes things, prayer changes things. When the world is cold and blue, look to Jesus, pray it too. Victory shall come to you, for prayer changes things. And it does. Prayer does change things. Hey, 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 for more information, go to goldenchat.net. Again, that's goldenchat.net. Be sure to subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe. And go ahead and do a double knockout today. That grease is prayer, my friend. We need it quite a bit. So rapidly, rapidly, rap, my friend. Rap this faithful hit. It's going to be a double knockout, my love. Come with me if you choose. We love all God's children up here, but without us, you're sure to lose. Knockout.